0: Well, you Showtime, baby!
1: And we are back on the Yeah Coach Podcast, where we encourage you to take action in life through the testimonies of others. And I have my good friend and fitness mentor here with me today. He went to the University of Georgia for his undergrad in nutrition, then went to the University of University of Kentucky for his master's degree in um, exercise physiology he's been with orange theory fitness for the past six years almost six years now he's taught the most classes out of any orange theory coach here in lexington kentucky over three thousand classes i want to welcome to the mic the coach dylan what's up man what up baby how you feeling man good doing well doing baby, well you ready for the day? having
0: me man yeah i'm uh blessed more than i deserve
1: yeah that's always what i like to say yes sir well for for one i just want to say thank you for your time like it's you're a busy person. It's been busy these course, past man. two years with everything yeah. going on. Yeah. And I want to appreciate you for setting some time aside because I know that this, this conversation right here is going to impact lives. It's going to make people like, take yeah. that next step yeah. in their fitness journey or next step in life just because they want to hear your, hear your story. I love it, um, man. So the first question, you probably know what it is. Uh-oh. I think I do. I've listened to a couple. <laughs> what did you eat for breakfast this morning? So... I'm boring. I eat the same thing
0: every single day. I like consistency. Mm -hmm. So I had two bagels and then four eggs and then I added some egg whites. Okay. So yeah, I get up. Every single day, Sunday through Monday? Yep. Every single day. Get up, make the same thing. I don't want to think about it. Just get it. I I can do it under about, let's say like five minutes. I can have everything ready to go, man. Really? (laughs) Damn, that pan heats up that quick? Yeah. No, I put it on hot. And I cook the, the eggs on
1: hot the whole time. Oh, are you, are you, So are I am sitting there yep, quick.
0: stirring it up. Yeah, we're getting it going. I ain't wasting
1: no time. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Man. Uh, have you always been a creature of habit? Like consistency always been your thing? Uh, Yes. I'd say more so as I've gotten
0: older. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that, you know how like they say the president has like one outfit in his closet. It's like mm-hmm. a cartoon character's closet where it's just like literally all the same clothes. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they got to save that brain power to make other decisions, important decisions throughout the day. So I try to kind of apply that with myself as far as just like, like I'm not as important as the president. (laughs) But like, just like making the little decisions where I don't have to think about it, I just kind of just do it. Mm -hmm. um, Just so I have more brain power to focus on other things throughout the day. It helps.
1: I've noticed for me, it helps. That is a really, really good idea. Um, Does it ever get boring? Nah, I love it. I look forward to it every, I woke up this morning like, oh, I can't
0: wait to have my bagels. (laughs) <laughs> and my eggs, man. I love it 100%. You never want yeah. to like,
1: throw any spice on there, make it sweet, I nothing? mean,
0: no. Like, sometimes maybe I'll throw
1: some cream cheese on there,
0: but uh-huh. everyone's always like, you see eat plain bagels? I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's just I enjoy the bagel. I do cinnamon raisin bagels. Ah. Um, and then I might put some pepper on the eggs, but that's really it. No salt? Nah. Nah. Watch no. the sodium? Yeah, watch the sodium. Okay. Um, that high blood pressure and all that stuff runs in my family, so mm. I try and stay away from
1: all mm-hmm. that stuff. As a this really cool thing that you mentioned, that um, that thing about the president, because something I noticed a couple years ago that I, I've been trying to do myself with consistency is the thing that like CEOs do, like the big, like Elon Musk yeah. people, is that they or uh, Mark Zuckerberg, you'll see them in the same thing all the time, yeah, exactly, it's because they're making so many important decisions yeah. that require critical thinking. Yeah. They don't want to have to wake up and pick what they're doing exactly. or pick yeah. out their clothes every single yeah. day. yeah. So it's like Real, real plain stuff. Exactly. And yeah. I, I've been trying to do that myself. I've been yeah. like, all right, I just want to wear some khaki shorts and a yeah. little t shirt. Yeah, and be simple. and it's, it's helped me. It's helped me a lot because now my wife kind of yeah. knows. What I want to wear more now. Yeah. Because if it's got a lot of designs or something on like it, I'm just not going to wear it. No, it's just not happening. And <laughs> in high school, know, yeah. I would wear like all the flashiest, yeah. the, the yeah. highlight, the neon green, yeah. the oh, neon man, orange. Yeah. In high school, you'll see they me. It's a comedy construction big. worker, man. man. You know?
0: <laughs> I had the shoes, the backpack, the shirt, the mm-hmm. shorts, man. I was doing the most Yep. in college, man. It was hilarious. <laughs> I can show you a picture later on about, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. You couldn't miss me on campus. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think yeah. I'm very similar, even. It, it lingers with me just a little bit yeah, today as we're yeah. talking on the mic. You can look right beside you. I still got my bright there orange backpack right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do 100, man, matching yeah. that cone over there. Too. Yeah, that is uh, nice. The, the only reason I have it is one to bring it back, little pizzazz and yeah. what I wear. Yeah. But also, I work at Orange Theory Fitness and CSS Wellness, yeah. so like it matches day, everything. Yeah. I even got the shoes I bought here recently. These here. Those are fresh. I saw Look yeah. fresh, man. I was yeah. like, I need to go get me yeah. some. Now I don't know if I'm allowed to wear them at CSC or yeah, at, at, at Orange I know, Theory. I That's, That's why I'm. To- <laughs> see what I got on. I'm in the plain white and black, man. Oh man! But um, all right. Back back to it. Back to it. Yeah. So with you being a creature of habit, consistency is important. When do you think you kind of developed that? Growing up in adolescence, is it something in high school, middle school, and where do you think it came from? Um, I'd say probably high school.
0: So uh, I played football growing up and I got a trainer because I wanted to get a little bit better at the sport. Uh, and once I started seeing results, I fell in love with training. And so that's when I started becoming just like really consistent with like, as far as my training and then as far as my eating too, because he was giving me nutrition advice as well. So like every single morning I'd get up and it was like, like four or five hard boiled eggs, oatmeal, like. The most bodybuilder breakfast. And my parents would be like, what is wrong with you? Because I hated (laughs) getting up early. Like, I'd always wake up super late for school. My mom would have to wake me up, like, seven, eight times before I actually, like, got up out of bed. But Mm. once I started doing that, um, and, like, the eating and the consistent training, I started seeing the results. Like, I was leaps and bounds above, like, everyone else that trained with this trainer. He was a really well-known name in Atlanta um, with, like, with a lot of athletes. Mm. But, like, my strength grains were just, like, Insane abnormal. compared to everyone. Yeah, very abnormal. And I, like, put on muscle very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, and then also, like, me and my dad would work out in the basement, too. And I would just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger every single week. And he would just, he's like, plateaued and, like, started getting weaker, too. And that's when I knew. I was like, man, if I just keep doing this, like, the sky's the limit. Like, what that's, I mean, there's no limitation on, like, what I could like possibly do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'd say that's where my consistency really came from
1: when I started seeing those results from that. What would you say helps you shift and not reach those plateaus while working out? <clears throat> I would say, I know we just
0: talked about consistency, mm-hmm. uh, but one tracking, cause you can't really know if you're making progress if you're not tracking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, switching up your workouts. Um, and I keep the, the similar structure just change out the exercises because mm-hmm. one, it keeps me engaged, and then also keeps your your body so smart that it adapts to what you're doing very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, So if you're changing up like the accessory movements and whatnot, uh, that kind of helps keeping you from plateauing because uh, then your body can't really like it'll adjust after a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, then you switch it up again, and it's it's learning a new thing again. So mm-hmm. I feel like that helps too. And diet's huge, man. Like you can't outwork a bad diet i don't care what anyone says that's just not a thing uh so if you're consistently eating um the things you're supposed to be doing and uh you know what you should and shouldn't be Mm -hmm. eating like i I used to do nutrition coaching um so i'm undergrad in that and i always tell people you're people make it more complicated than it is they want the easy answer they want the quick fix versus like you know Okay, you shouldn't be eating McDonald's seven days a week. Does that make sense? Or the fried foods you know you need to stay away from. Uh, so if you start just cleaning up the little things here and there, too, that will make a
1: big difference. So shifting from consistency but consistent changes that still yeah. go towards your goals. I like that. To, yeah. to, there you go. To overcome those plateaus. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they'll go through and they'll work out, they'll work out. They'll go hard for a long time. Yeah. And then, like, even today. We had someone in, in one of the classes that's like, Yeah, I'm looking, might do personal training because the past four or five months, I just haven't seen any change. Yeah. I started dropping, dropping. I think he said he dropped 40 pounds. Yeah. And then he just oh, wow. hovered yeah. right there for the past four months. Yeah. And he's tried to change it up every once in a while, but he does a lot of cardio and not as much strength training. Yeah. So I was changing, like, I was suggesting just switching it up. Yeah. Um, it's time for sure. For that's, him. and he, he doesn't eat meat, doesn't oh, eat meat at wow. all. So switching up how he does things, um, food wise may be a good thing for him as well. Yeah. How, my next question would be when it comes to the nutrition side of it, what, what advice would you give someone that's like, oh, I don't know how to take that next step towards the nutrition. What would be their first step in doing it? So I always tell my clients, uh,
0: a lot of people trying to go into like when they would come to me for like nutrition advice, they would try and just change completely change their diet. And they might be able to do it for like a week, two weeks, three weeks, but your body's just so used to getting certain nutrients that like, if you just go through a crazy drastic change like that, the chance of you actually sticking with it long term and like Mm -hmm. being able to not give into your cravings is very low. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always tell people just like, small little things here and there so maybe cut out the soda to start or maybe cut out the fast food and then once you're comfortable with that like you're drinking way more water um the amount you need to or you're not eating fast food as much and it's like all right conquered this now this is next on the list let me hit this next and that's how you slowly progress towards it being a whole lifestyle change versus just a fad diet you do for three months you lose the weight and then you go back to it and then I see you a year later and you look the exact same. That's like we did all that for nothing. Right.
1: Interesting. Huh. Man. That's something I sometimes struggle with and I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. But it's like I want to completely 100% shift. Yeah. But I'm not able to hold it long term. Yeah. And then my body's also not able to to hold that change long term either because then I'll start seeing I'll start seeing changes in what I'm able to lift because my body doesn't have the pizza that it had exactly. normally. yeah. So yep. It's, yep. it's like, all right, so what, what change do I need to make next? Okay. Yeah. Man. And I was in love with seeing those results, man. So that helped, that helped me out a
0: lot too. And I know like when I if I eat something that's not healthy for me, like my body, like I can feel it immediately. And I hate that feeling. Um, and it's kind of the same way, honestly, with alcohol. Like just like drinking. Like I know how I'm going to feel the next day. So it kind of stops me from drinking like – as much or just drinking in general sometimes mm-hmm. which is crazy for some people to wrap their mind around but i'm like that feeling of being unproductive the next day just like i hate it man or sluggish or that brain fog it's just like i i i don't have time to waste like t- life is so short i'm like i don't want to waste a day just laying around man yeah so same thing with nutrition like i know the next day i'm not going to feel the greatest in the gym So like okay, i really i'm not going to eat this i just don't mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't suit me you know what i'm saying so that's yeah I, yeah You're thinking about, you know, how it's going to feel afterwards, how your body's going to feel and know how, how your body may not be able to achieve the results of your goals. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I'm not performing to my highest potential because of the decision I made the day
1: before it. I always want to set myself up for success. That's important. Okay. Then for the next one, next question from the outside looking in, and you may know this, you may not know this. Um, you've you've grown in success along your journey. Uh, pretty successful from the outside looking yeah. in when it comes to fitness and nutrition. What would you say is your biggest, has been your biggest challenge for coach Dylan? Maybe that's a good question. Man. Like work-wise or just like personal wise or personal wise not personal-wise. fitness industry wise. Hey, let's do the work let's do personal and then fitness. Um personal and then
0: um career i would say for me balancing my personal life and relationships in that aspect because for me once i have a goal like i'm zoned in like nothing else matters nothing's stopping me from like hitting my goal Mm -hmm. um and sometimes i lose sight of like the big picture of like hey like maybe i should call my sister this week and just randomly check up on her um because maybe i didn't get back to her text um and just kind of finding that balance in life is sometimes been tough for me and definitely been a big struggle and something i still struggle with uh especially since i've the core group of friends that i grew up with in high school they're all still at home um and we're all still in a big group message and we talk all the time but just like going out of my way to like reach out and check in on my friends like back home um so I just get caught up and just like work, 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 work. Like, am I hitting this goal? Am I not hitting this goal? What can I change? Like, so I'll come home and it's like, all right, now what can I do to keep
1: going? If that makes sense. On the goal? Yeah. Yeah. So what has been, what have you done about that? What has um, been- so
0: I'd say just being more involved in stuff. Like a lot of my friends have gotten married recently. So making those trips back home. Um, for birthdays too, I've been trying to like go back a lot more. Cause when, like I so said, when I first started Orange Theory, I really didn't take any days off. Like it was just like, I'm working. Like I'm trying to save this money because I want to get into real estate, I want to get into investing, like, I want to get into all these other things. So like nothing else mattered to me. But I'd say in the past, I mean you know the last like couple months, I'm in Greece, yeah. San Diego, Atlanta. I'm going to West Palm here in a little bit. Going to Texas. Like like I'm, I'm trying to get back involved in that stuff with my friends. And that's bringing me some a sense of fulfillment. So mm-hmm. I, I realized that, okay, it's not all about my career goals and what I wanna do in life. I gotta take a step back and like, look at the bigger picture that makes mm-hmm. sense. And those
1: relationships I feel like are important for everyone in, in life, man. Mm-hmm. So you brought up a word that I'm really, really interested in your definition of and what it means so that other people can create their definition of it. <clears throat> yeah. And that is the word fulfillment. What does that mean for you? I'd say living out your purpose in life
0: and having meaningful relationships with important people around you mm-hmm. um, will bring you fulfillment. Um, and, and helping people. I feel like everyone, like... Is, and that's I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. I'd say in business you get amount of people you help is how successful you're going to be. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So like think of like, I'm trying to think of a company that recently came out. Like I was going to say Netflix. Um, I think of a good example of uh, who provides really good value. Uh, Shoot, we can go with Netflix. Um, so they provide the value of, I don't know if you remember Blockbuster. too Okay, I'll interview you yeah. if you're too young for Blockbuster. No, nah, no, nah, I remember. So you, I remember spending like Friday nights at Blockbuster with my parents mm-hmm. um, and just going up and down the aisles trying to find like a movie to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, and Netflix came in and changed the game where like you can sit on your couch at home and have access to all that stuff that was at Blockbuster. They'll give you even recommendations, they have everything categorized. You can watch previews. So they, like, changed the game to they provided more value than what Blockbuster was providing. So that's kind of how Blockbuster ended up going out of business because of that.
1: Um, and I just lost sight of the, the question. What was the, what
0: was the original question again?
1: How have you answered the challenge in your life? Where in the world was I going I with Blockbuster? Oh no, fulfillment, <laughs> fulfillment, fulfillment. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, where was I going with fulfillment? Making it more oh, of value to other people. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and yeah. making you more fulfilled.
0: Yeah, so bringing that value um to people, uh, in relationships, and I forgot what the other thing was too. Uh, living out your purpose. I was going, I was going somewhere with the f- fulfillment thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where it was. It'll come back. Um, but th- those are the three things, in my opinion, mm-hmm. of how you. Um, Feel fulfillment in your
1: life. Mm -hmm. So Netflix catered to the value of the customer as opposed to just the business. Exactly. So if you can, from what I'm getting, if you converted that to personal life, focusing more on what we're giving instead of what we are receiving. Exactly. 100%, man. That's why I love fitness so much.
0: Because, like, I can help, especially with Orange Theory, 30 people at once, like, Mm -hmm. get closer to their goal in an hour. Which is awesome, like sometimes i I get done at work and I'm like, dang, I just helped a hundred people in those three to four hours or three to four classes that I taught like get better today like that's that's awesome like that's fulfilling for me versus me hitting a bench pr like that that's that's cool, like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, that's really cool, but like that's like helping a hundred people that's cooler in my opinion mm-hmm. so that, that that has brought me a ton of fulfillment and that's why I've stayed in Lexington for so long is I just love. Orange Theory, like in what I've been
1: able to do here. I like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. We had a cool job, man. We do. Yeah. Like, I I need to make sure I remember that despite yeah. all the ups and downs. Yeah. Because sometimes with me being so new, having high expectations and then seeing things go like fluctuate, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and fluctuate in my personal life and in my work life and yeah. then trying to start the business yeah, um, and still trying to build because now I have to think about a family too. Yeah. I'm just like trying to take on everything all at once. Yeah, I just I just got to keep tough, that in man. mind, like yeah. why I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, I, I try and focus on the positive versus the negative sometimes because I'm the same way because you know I do a lot of other stuff with like YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff outside of fitness and finding that balance is, is tough and sometimes I'm like, man, I didn't get a video up or I didn't get a post up today or I didn't do this or that. I'm like, man, what did I, like what, what positive did I put out in the world though today? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I spotted this person and they hit a PR on their bench, or I pushed them and they hit a PR on the wattage on the rower, mm-hmm. on the treadmill, or made them lift something heavy, or I see a comment on a video that I posted and someone's like, hey, you inspired me to do this. Like, and I appreciate that. Heck
1: and that's, yeah.
0: that's where I'm like, okay, I'm on the right path. I'm not perfect. I'm still learning, and that's just how it's gonna be. But mm-hmm. I gotta remember those little small wins too.
1: Yeah, man. All right, I got a little that's brain cool. teaser. Not even know if it's a little brain teaser, but it's gonna go a little off topic on this next. Okay. Okay. Um, if you right now had to create a brand new field of work, brand new business that's not doesn't exist right now, what would it be? And it can't be something that already exists. It can be a subset of something that already exists. Like, it, it, it couldn't be like a fast food.
0: Are you saying, like, that's not a. Like it couldn't be. Is it, are you asking something I'm not already involved in, or just something that's. If
1: you're already doing it, then yeah. if not, not many people know about it, then sure. Yeah. But, like, something that, like, <clears throat> when fast food or when restaurants first came out, obviously they weren't thinking about to go. So they added to go. Or um, something like Netflix versus Blockbuster, or Kodak versus Instagram. So I feel like you can maybe make easier for the consumer or just a brand new field in general. That is tough, man. hmm. Like maybe like a, a drive through to go motorcycle parts place. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a cool concept.
0: <laughs> um, man, that's a really good question. Hmm. And I'm, I'm still trying to focus. I'm still trying to figure that out. Cause I've been trying to jog my mind or like what other business can I create right now? Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't involve my, me trading time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So something that, a service that maybe I could provide that I don't have to be there for, or a product. Um, man, that's really tough.
1: Let me think on that now, I don't know, man. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Um, another example would be kind of like what you have, uh, kind of what you mentioned. <laughs> <Very good. coughs> kind of what you had mentioned with the Netflix blockbuster thing. Yeah, Instagram versus Kodak. Yeah. Wait, what's Kodak? I never heard of Kodak. Cameras. Kodak cameras. You remember them? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the yes, company yes, yes, Kodak. Yes, yes. So the scientists at Kodak actually helped develop the digital camera that yeah. would eventually take them out of business. Oh, wow. Because they had patents on the cameras. Yeah. Like, act- like the lens, the film, and all that type of stuff. Oh, wow. And then Instagram took that and made it into an app, made yeah. it into a social media. Yeah. And Kodak, at its peak, had about hundred. 30,000 employees, and Instagram with only 13. Instagram recently sold for about a billion to Facebook. And Kodak is no longer involved. They they made all their money on their patents, but then they didn't want to adjust with the needs and values of the consumer. Um, And Instagram was providing more value. Exactly. Um, Same with what I feel like may come soon. Maybe not very fast, but with the restaurant industry. The restaurant industry (coughs) dining in anyway yeah my goodness no you're getting <laughs> you need some oh, water no. or something <laughs> i can't do it today um the, but the restaurant industry is just not surviving after yeah, COVID. yeah it is is not the same of what it used to be mm-hmm. the only reason that sales are up is because um we're they're raising prices yeah uh, so yes sales are up compared to last year but it's because i, I still i still am in contact with um carabas and other fast food chains and uh sales are only up just for that reason that's crazy and once people realize like i could use uber eats or doordash yeah. i can pull up grab my food and go exactly. or i can make more at home like a lot of the restaurants Sorry. are going to go more into grocery stores I and agree. probably make yeah those uh like right, murray calendars yeah. like those ready to eat things or yeah. or they <coughs> have the downside i've been saying that for a while, man.
0: Like. You got these big places like Applebee's and like those kind of mm-hmm. places where like Chili's where they have all this space and all these employees, mm-hmm. but people aren't dining in as much as they used to. Like, when I, if I go order food, I'm like, you just want to grab it and just go back home man. Yeah. And having to dress up and go sit down and, and, and do all that, mm-hmm. especially like during the week or if I'm super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely feel like that field is going to change to where they're just either doing to go or like I said, uh, like I said, grocery stores, maybe mm-hmm. they like provide Stuff that you can buy there
1: or like operate out of a smaller a smaller facility. I actually have a mentor of mine getting into it. Um sold his concept already yeah. for just a fast food chain. Yeah. But only to go. Where you walk in, put in what you want, yeah. It's made right then and there, you walk yeah. out. And it's That's a really, nice. really cool concept. Yeah. Um I would say though I <sighs> could even I, be like screen printing embroidery, yeah, different yeah. things like that. Okay, but.
0: here's here's okay, now I gotta an answer to the question. You're good, you're good. I feel like there is not a someone that's really satisfying having healthy fast food made um, in that aspect. Like fast food, do you think of fast food is kind of like dirty or maybe not like greasy, the healthy, yeah, cre- yeah, exactly. So having something, not like a Chipotle, but something similar to that, that's fresh, healthy, reasonably priced, maybe like the 8 to $15 range. Mm-hmm. Um, They can go in real quick and like, I don't know, I just want like maybe some grilled chicken breasts and like some rice. Mm -hmm. Um, Something just simple. I can go and grab fast, and then roll, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So I feel like the world is changing to where people are making more health conscious decisions. Um, I feel like that's that's not a thing over here, especially on the East Coast, man. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because I mean, half the time when I think about getting done with a workout, I'm like, okay, I want to go get something quick to eat. I don't have to sit down like... It's or like Chipotle. Yeah, I'm like, it's Chipotle and... That's really Chipotle. all I can think
1: of. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't eat Chipotle every single time, man. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, for a time period, I had Chipotle and Qdoba back yeah. and forth between yeah. those two yeah. so many times throughout the week. Exactly. And it was good. It was yeah. great. I'd, I'd even grab it eating in the car most yeah. days. I wouldn't <laughs> exactly. even eat it inside. Yeah. I'd, yeah. And when I get it, it's, <laughs> it's actually a little bit different. I get Chipotle and... There was a, a period in my lo- period in my life yeah. when I didn't eat meat. It was only seafood. Yeah. So I I love seafood. I learned that Chipotle and Qdoba had those options. Yeah, the impossible meat yeah. at Qdoba. Yeah, it's Imposs- a plant based. I never meat. heard of that. Okay. And then Safrida yeah. at Chipotle. And here recently I'm upset that they got rid of it, but I don't think it was very popular. Yeah. Um, Chipotle had vegan chorizo. That, oh, wow. that was good. Interesting. Um, but I, I would can. just eat that. Yeah. 24 7. Like, yeah. oh, not so, obviously, every day. <coughs> every day throughout the week. Yeah. Like, and it was easy. It was, it was especially because was right by the fountains exactly. in Salemar. Yeah. Right in Hamburg, yeah. if I wanted to go down the street. Oh, and there used to be Kudoba right off Richmond Road. Yeah. Um, next yep. to Chase Bank. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, right over there. But I, uh, yeah, that'd be a really, really cool concept. Because healthier because the only other place that I would go and get a grilled chicken. Yeah. I, I would do the grilled chicken sandwich at Ted's Montana Grill, which okay. is a, very good, yeah, and then Carabas because yeah. I know I get half off. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> like, yeah. Like that wood fire grill, but they yeah. don't open till 4 p.m. Yeah, and then
0: how long does it take them to make it though? Ten minutes, maybe. Okay, that's not bad. I feel like most restaurants like that it takes it a while. Okay, so you call it and go yeah. get it. Yeah, I guess I was thinking more of like like the fast like I said the fast food mm-hmm. kind of thing because I I'll either do like uh, Chick Fil A. That's yeah. right next to Richmond Road, and right yeah. next to the fountains now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get just like the grilled the grilled chicken nuggets and the, the filets really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's a need for that, man, that it's not being fulfilled.
1: Mm-hmm. Man. All right. Well, Dylan, we're getting towards the end of the podcast. That's we crazy. have a couple more questions yeah. to wrap up here before we let you go. Um, what advice would you give someone? that's wanting to take their jump, that that step into the fitness journey or their yeah. fitness career, both sides of that. Similar to nutrition,
0: take it slow and just try and slowly ease into it. Because if you try and do just one drastic change at first, I've seen it a million times. Worked in the fitness industry for a while now, um, like almost 10 years, uh, so a decade. And when people try and just like and some people can do it, but the majority of people, when they just try and change everything all at once, um, it's tough to stick with it. Cause a lot of us are creatures of habit. Uh, and it's easy to go back to your old ways. So if you slowly change things like, okay, maybe I'll walk outside for like 30 minutes, three times a week, just like little stuff like that. And it's like, okay, I get comfortable with that. Uh, I need another challenge. Okay, I'll start going to the gym and trying to lift some weights so or maybe I'll get a trainer or maybe I'll start doing some little nutrition things here and there. Uh, I feel like when you take it slow like that, that's how you really make that lifestyle change. I think mm-hmm. it was like the snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the incremental steps. Exactly, yeah. That's that's how you change something overall over time. That's how you build that foundation. Like You gotta build a foundation first before you can build a house. I like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. What about for the fitness industry, fitness career? Don't be afraid to try something new, man. You might be surprised by this, but um, first, like, fitness things I ever taught was Zumba classes. And that... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Everyone's always shocked when they hear that. Wow. And that's just because the certification... I didn't have any money at the time. I was in college. I was broke. But they were doing a class where you could do um, a Zumba certification. It was free. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they were going to pay for it for me. Um, The university was... And I was like, okay, well, this is my opportunity to get my foot in the door with, like, group fitness instruction. I go to the class, and I'm obviously, like, the odd ball out. And this massive, like, bodybuilding-type dude, like, out here trying to, like, move his hips and stuff. And I love dancing. Like, that's just a part of my personality. So, I mean, I was having a good time with it. Uh, but that's kind of, like, what taught me. And I was like, man, I actually, like, really enjoy this. Um and so yeah, I would just like I said, don't be afraid to take that first step and just get your name out there. Take any opportunity that you can. You might be surprised like how much you
1: enjoy it, man. Mm-hmm. Well, this is more of a personal question now. What if your first step was huge in your eyes? Like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a small group class. It was OTF. It was you're now in charge of up to forty two people in yeah. a room yeah. where it's all structured. You got to make sure everything's doing right. Yeah. What would be their next step? Uh,
0: I would just say go into it knowing you're going to mess up and uh, give yourself the grace. And I still mess up to this day, man. I mean, 3,000 classes, five and a half years later, like I still make mistakes. Um, I'm not perfect. Obviously, I try to minimize the amount of mistakes that I make. Uh, but if you go into it with the mindset of, okay, I'm going to deliver. like It may not be the perfect workout all of the time, like as far as my delivery. I might make like a mistake with like timing or something small. But I'm going to deliver the most high-energy, fun experience for the members. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with that. Because if they walk out of there smiling, then, in my opinion, I did my job. Because they worked out. Like, the running and the rowing and the lifting and all that other stuff, like, that's pretty, that stays pretty consistent. But what makes the difference between a high-level coach and then someone just, just average is how does that member feel leaving the room? Do they feel accomplished? Mm-hmm. Do they have fun? And did they enjoy themselves while they're in there? They might not like running and rowing, exercising and all that stuff, but did I make their day better? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's that's how you go into that mind. That's how you should go into it. If you go into that mindset, you can't lose,
1: man. Man. Just taking everything in. Yeah, no, you're good, man, you're good. What a conversation. I think I have a rough idea of my next step. Yeah. Um, obviously I have a couple different plans coming on. Yeah. <coughs> but uh I'm excited. Thank I'm excited. Man. I'm. I wanna say thank you yeah. for this talk. This talk has been big. Yeah. Um not just for me, but I know for the people listening. Yeah. Um yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on, man. You it's know so we cool. have, You know how we have to do when we end it, though. Oh yeah, let's you do it. To I already it. know. Now, um <coughs> You say, yeah, coach, when you're just, like excited to do something. It's kind of it's yeah. kinda like a hell yeah. yeah. So we're going to back up from the mic a little bit. And okay. We're going to do it on the count of three. You ready okay. for it? Yep. All right. And now one, two, three. Yeah, <laughs> coach. <laughs> and that wraps up that interview. Thank you all so much for listening. Appreciate it, Dylan. I'll see you next time.